welcome to the Dark Femme Power podcast. I am your host, Capricia Richards, life coach and sensuality breakthrough expert for high achieving women. On this podcast, we talk all about how to step into your full sensual feminine power as a powerful heart-centered woman. We have intimate conversations about life, relationships, business, and all aspects of what it means to be a feminine woman. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode on the Dark Femme Power podcast. I am so excited to be back. How are you? Ah, it's so good to be able to catch up with you guys. I feel like it's been a minute since we've spoken. The last episode was an episode with one of my students. Um, So it's been a while since we've been able to have like a one-on-one talk, one-on-one conversation. So I am really excited about what we're going to be diving into today. So today, I really want to talk about the importance of your circle. Now, this is a really important conversation as we are in the new year now. We're in 2024 at the the time of this recording. And there is a shift in identity that I'm noticing that everyone is stepping into. There's a huge shift in the collective to where people are really, truly ready to step into their authentic, real, true, sovereign power. Not accumulating power for our own personal gain, but power as in, I know that I have a bigger calling here. I know that I have a bigger purpose here and I'm actually ready to step into that, right? The fear that might've been holding me back more maybe is still there, but it feels less and less scary. And I'm more inclined to answer the bigger calling that God has set out for me, answer the bigger assignment, fulfill that bigger calling that I know is meant for me. And so I'm really excited to dive into this topic because I find that this area of life, there there's very subtle nuances that we have to be very, very, very mindful of and pay very close attention to. And a lot of times, most people aren't going to really look at these these hidden things that are often lurking in the shadows that can prevent us a lot of times from truly being in that powerful energy that we're meant to be in. I work with primarily powerful men and women, you know, people who are celebrities, influencers, um, public figures, leaders. And this is one of the areas where, you know, as you start rising up into your air and especially your queen, I know a lot of you ladies um, have been messaging me on Instagram and I'm noticing that a lot more of you are like, yes, like I am definitely in like, I'm playing in those higher realms now. And so these are the kinds of things that we need to be fine tuning and taking a deeper look at because If we're not, they can be things that are subtly uh, sabotaging our progress, but we don't even recognize it and we don't even realize it. Or we're kind of like turning a blind eye to it and we don't want to look at it. Okay. So in this episode, again, we're talking about the importance of your circle, your friendships, 
when it comes to truly being like that sovereign, powerful queen energy, right? Like that fourth and final level of my four dark feminine archetypes. This is really the energy that we're channeling in in this season of life. And so if you are ready to step into your sovereign queen power, like that iconic energy into your purpose, into your power, all of the beautiful, delicious things, then you're going to want to really tune into this episode. All right. So I'm going to walk you guys through the four main characteristics, qualities, certain things to really look out for when it comes to your circle and really being able to look out and pay attention to these certain subtle characteristics that a lot of times these people hold within themselves that are really sabotaging your progress when it comes to being able to blow past your current level and really step into the energy, the influence, the power of where it is that you're meant to be, all right? So we're going to outline that. I'm going to walk you through some of the, the the characteristics that you should be looking out for, right? Those qualities, those characteristics in friendships that will set you up for success, that will actually fuel your success, that will actually propel you forward and propel your success even more. And then at the end, I'm going to give you guys some action steps to to start taking right now. You guys know I'm all about taking some motherfucking action, okay? Like I always say, we can heal all day. We can talk about the things all freaking day. But if we are not taking all of this beautiful, delicious insight and information that we're gaining about ourselves and taking the action, making the decisions, making the changes, and doing what it is that we need to do, we're going to stay the same, okay? So let's go ahead and dive straight in. So again, when I'm talking about friendship, more times than not, the people that are currently in your inner circle are probably good people, right? (laughs) So this is not to say we're starting completely from scratch, Like all of the people are horrible. We're around a bunch of toxic people. Like I feel like the majority of you guys listening are at a stage where you're pretty self-aware. And so because of that, you've attracted friendships who are also self-aware or someone on that level, right? So you probably have pretty good friendships for the most part, but I want to touch on the shadow aspects, right? Things that might be keeping certain people around you that aren't truly benefiting like the the highest version of you, okay? So what are these subtle things that could be lurking in the shadows? The first characteristic that I want to touch on is insecure people. Those insecure friendships that you may or may not have in your circle. Now, when I say insecure, I don't mean like outwardly insecure, right? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm really getting at here is that these people don't have a full sense of who they are yet. And that is what I mean by insecure. I'm not talking about insecurities in terms of oh my gosh, like I got to lose 10 pounds or we all have our, our little things that we want to upgrade and enhance, right? I'm talking about the people who don't know who they are yet. And I really want you to to hear my, my focus and my attention 
to that part, okay? Here's the thing is that when we are operating in like the those first two levels, like the princess and the temptress, hanging around people who are insecure and the other uh, qualities that I'm gonna walk through, you don't really like even, these things don't really affect you when you're operating at like the princess and the temptress level. It's like, uh, whatever. Like you kind of just like brush it off and push past it push past it but when you graduate from your temptress level and you really truly start you know moving up into your air these things are going to become way more apparent because the the deeper that you go in your inner work the more sensitive you're going to become to what is operating around you right the frequency that is around you and when people don't know who they are yet certain things start to happen so let's Let's talk through some of those things. Oftentimes, insecure people, people who don't know who they are, are questioning like who they are. That's like a big, a big theme, a big question in their day-to-day life is that they're trying to figure out who it is that they are. And when you are around this energy over time, especially when this person is in that inner circle, right? Meaning that you're speaking to speaking to these people very frequently, it will subtly start to almost seep into you. And you'll notice that you start to ask yourself questions like, well, wait, do I know who I am? Like, am I really that girl? Like, am I doing too much? You're going to start to ask yourself subtle questions like that. And I want to reiterate that these things happen very subtly. It's not going to look how you think it's going to look on on the surface on the outside because overall these people you know they're they're great friends like we have a great time but when you really start up leveling i'm telling you these things are going to start becoming way more apparent and you're going to start paying closer and closer attention to this and it's going to start like the resonance is not going to be fully there anymore between you and this person because it's going to become way more apparent okay so the best thing to do with people who are still trying to figure out their identity and you are at a space where like you're stepping into your bigger assignment. I'm not talking about when we're still in this space where we're like, "Um, I don't know. Like when you have truly like stepped into your air and you're ready to step into your queen level, it's like, babe, we know what we came here for. Like there's a level of seriousness that you move with now when it comes to your purpose and you're not fucking around. Like anything that is in the way has got to go, okay? So the best thing to do with these people is to simply bless them and release them, right? Allow them to figure out their identity on their own because you cannot, you can't make them figure out, figure it out. As much as you love them, as much as you care about them, you can't be the one to do that for them. They have to do it themselves, okay? So a lot of times, you know, certain friendships, yes, we have to let let go of them for the meantime, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. Some people need time, right? Some people need time to figure their stuff out. And sometimes you guys are just not on the same like time frame. 
you've got to go catch a flight and they've got to go like their flight isn't leaving until tomorrow morning. What are you going to do? Your flight is leaving now. You got to go, right? So it's no ill feelings. It's no hard feelings. Let them be in their own process and you be in your own process, okay? Because what ends up happening when we try to hold on and cling on and help these people figure out who they are is that they start to build subtle resentment because you know who you are so strongly and you're only going to amplify that. You're only getting stronger in that and it's going to be become more and more um, f- like feelings of, of resent is going to come up for them without them even trying. They might try to stuff it down and be like, no, 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 like I don't want to feel this, but they can't help but to feel that because that's something that they desperately want for themselves. So that is the first one is paying attention to those insecure friends, the people that just don't know who they are yet, okay? Bless them, release them, allow them the space and the time to figure out what it is that they need to figure out, okay? One last thing that I want to add here about um, the insecure friend, the people who don't have a strong identity of who they truly are yet, is they often are pick-me's. Now, pick-me is a term, if you're not familiar, pick-me is a term that we use when people are so focused on being liked by other people and being accepted by other people that they often don't have much of any boundaries, much of any standards. And so they will shapeshift. They will do anything that they need to do to be able to receive love, to be able to, you know, be in a relationship, to do whatever. And oftentimes, because they don't have very high standards for themselves, they will, they can only tell you what they know, right? And so if you're coming to them talking about, I, you know, you have a certain standard for this, 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 they're probably going to look at you like you're crazy. And what ends up happening is that as humans, psychologically, we want to be the most similar to, to our tribe, to the people that are in our, our close proximity. And so if the people in your close proximity are all yapping at you you're doing too much like like dumb it down settle it down like bring down your standards then you're eventually going to start believing that and we don't want that to happen okay so that's the first kind of friend that I want you to be really really mindful of the second kind of friend now we're really gonna start getting in here the second kind of friend that I want you to be very mindful of is the people that want to be you The people that literally want to be you. These people have befriended you solely because of your confidence, because of your light, because of your big energy. And they themselves are so desperately like wanting that. And so they will befriend you. You're literally like a hit for their confidence. You're a boost for their confidence, right? Because you know so strongly who it is that you are, when you're around them, they can almost start to like take on your identity and literally start to become you. This is really important to be mindful love. And again, a lot of these things are very subtle. A lot of times the friend that 
wants to be you is simply just tantalized over the allure of you. They're obsessed with the the star quality in you. They're obsessed with like the oh my God, everybody loves this person. Like that gives them the high. Like they love being associated with that. And what I have found is that a lot of times these people will almost love bomb you. (laughs) They will, you know, oh my God, let's hang out. Like we have to hang out every single day. Like they're FaceTiming you like literally, oh my God, we just met and you're already like FaceTiming me. I'm wanting to like, be on FaceTime for hours and hours and hours and you're telling me I love you after like the first time we've met and it's just a lot and they're buying you all these gifts and buying you all these presents and just doing way too much early on because they're trying to solidify their place in your life (laughs) and so again these things may or may not happen a lot of these things I'm speaking from experience And so again, be mindful of these people, okay? Be careful because what I have also found is that these are the first types of people that can turn on you. Oh my God, I did this, this, this for you. I I bought you this. Like I was there for you doing that, during that. Like how could you, I haven't heard from you in a few days. Like how could you, how could you do that? Like it, it gets a little bit obsessive, Okay. So be mindful of that, okay? And I want you guys to um, send me a message on Instagram or you can comment in the comment section on Spotify. And I want you to let me know which one of these resonates with you. I would absolutely love to know. The third kind of friend that I wanna touch on that you wanna be mindful of is the friends that genuinely do not like you. Now, this one can be really hard, except I think is the right word. Uh, It was really hard for me to accept when I recognized this about a certain friend. Because surely you would not hang around someone that you just don't like. And this goes along with this the second characteristic that I was talking about is that a lot of times people are just, people just want to be associated with you. And a lot of times the friends that genuinely don't like you, they just want to like be in your space and be in your energy because they know that you're eventually going to blow up. Okay. They know that you are probably like you have star quality, right? You're iconic, you're that girl, they know that, and they know the rest of the world knows that and sees that, and they see your trajectory, they know exactly where it is that you're going, maybe you can't see it yet, but they know exactly where you're going, right? It's giving big time, and they want to make sure that they have bought their seat, (laughs) so that when you blow, they're able to say like, yep, I was there from the beginning, Uh uh-huh, I'm there so that they can be a part of of the glitz and the glam and all that kind of stuff, okay? So be mindful. And I wanna walk you through some of the subtle things that can help you to see that these people actually really don't like you. (laughs) Because one thing about it is that people will always tell on themselves. That is something that I have learned on my journey thus far is that if you give it a little bit more time, 
people will always tell on themselves. So let me give you some examples of how to know people genuinely don't like you. And when I say don't like you, meaning they're so freaking um, activated and triggered by you, you trigger the hell out of them and they don't like you, (laughs) right? They just, they do not like you. So some subtle things that they'll do is number one, they'll make subtle remarks, like subtle jabs, subtle insults, and they'll, they'll pass it off as a little joke. They'll pass it off as a little joke. And at first you're probably not going to catch it because it's like, ah, kiki ki, you know, and it's going to make you go like, Hmm, you really just said that. And here's the thing is that you need to pay attention to people's jokes Because another thing that I've noticed is that people will tell you a joke, but they often won't tell you a lie, okay? So you need to pay attention to that. Some other examples is they will try to little you. They'll try to use the word like little. Oh, your little business. Oh, your little project. Oh, look at your little life coming together. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you and just a very strange energy, very, very strange energy that your body is probably picking up on. And if you are tuned in to your body and I'll walk you through um, a little bit later how to do this, if you really tap in, your body will will tell you like, whoa, something is off here, okay? Another thing that they will often do to tell on themselves is they will shame you for certain things that you share or certain things that you say. And they will try to make it seem as if they're so above that. Like, oh, you did that? Oh, I could never do that. Like, I would I would never do that. I mean, good for you, but I could never do that. Or, oh, I got to teach you how to do this. I got to teach you how to do that. Like, oh, you don't know this? Very, very strange behavior that, again, is subtle, but it's very telling. Be mindful. The last kind of friend is kind of like a bonus thing that I just happened to think of that I want you to be very mindful of. This is something that I, that I've become uh, increasingly mindful of very recently is friends that want to know more about you than you know about them, right? For example, you get on the phone with them, all of the questions are directed to you. Like, okay, so what's going on? Like, and they, it's almost like this digging energy. Like they'll often sit in pauses or sit in silence so that you can keep talking and keep talking and divulge more and more and more information. And when you really truly take a step back and analyze your conversations, you'll recognize that they don't share a lot about themselves. And if they share, it's very like surface level. They'll they'll keep certain information out. They'll keep it very like general, but they want to know everything about you and they want to know it like very deeply. And there's a subtle look that they'll have of like this like very like piercing energy. Like they'll squint their eyes and like turn their head to the side and their air is like facing you. It's very strange. It's very, very, very strange. And it's something that I was not aware of and I was made aware of uh, very recently. Um, And it's funny because spirit actually made me aware of it before. And then I started seeing and reading more and more about these things. It's actually called monitoring spirits. 
I know a lot of people have been talking about monitoring spirits when it comes to social media. I've always had the standpoint of my faith is so strong. My level of protection is so strong. I'm not even like feeding into that. It's very true that people closest to you can have a monitoring energy. And when it comes to monitoring spirits, I've noticed is that the people closest to you can be used as a vessel to be monitoring spirits to where they're, they're gathering information they're gathering intimate um, information to almost be used, I don't know, for something. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. So, you know, use your discernment with this one. Like I said, this was something that uh, my spirit just made me aware of. And I started paying more and more attention to it. And I was like, wow, this this is actually really a thing. Um, so use use your discernment with that one. So I really wanted to touch on those like four characteristics, qualities in friendships, because again, these things are so subtle. And um, if you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, I've spoken about this quite a bit is um, something that my mom always used to tell me is Capricia you need people in your life, like you need people in your life. I've always been kind of like, not a lone wolf, because I've, I've had friends, right? But it's usually been like an outer circle kind of thing. But when I have like my role dogs, like those are my people and they're very few and far in between. And I always used to feel really bad about this. However, the deeper that I got into my inner work and really understanding my strengths, understanding my gifts, understanding what God has placed within me, understanding my calling, understanding my purpose... I understood exactly what was happening is that, and there's, there's so many factors that, that come into this, right? You're, you can take into account your human design. Some people are meant to have like a larger circle. Other people are meant to have a very small circle and influence that very small particular circle. This is why I'm so obsessed with human design and you guys know I'm always talking about it. But I really started to stop questioning myself on why certain people just never resonated with me. And I truly started to see it as a gift. And I truly started to understand what friendships like really truly are correct for me and like are in full resonance for me. And when you are stepping into those higher levels, air, queen, like we are really truly operating in these higher realms now, right? There is no more space for people who are not like a full resonant, hell yes, like you are my people, that's my dog. Like there's no room for anything but that, okay? So what I want to do now is I want to get into some of the qualities that I have I have noticed in those like full resonant friendships that just make me foam at the mouth and squeal. My heart is just like blasted wide open when I think about these friendships because it's like, oh, yes, that is full fucking resonance. That is full fucking resonance. It fuels me. It inspires me. It encourages me. And I feel so good by your side. 
So some of those qualities is that number one, you feel like you can be your full self around these people, right? You don't feel like you have to mince your words around these people. Like you can tell them anything and everything, right? And there is like full trust, you don't have to doubt for a second that your information is going to go somewhere. There's like an ill will. There's there's nothing of those sorts. The second characteristic is there is just a deep soul resonance. I remember my one of my favorite people in the entire world, my sister, Miss Kara Cloudin, if you're listening to this. I remember the first time that we met and we started hanging out. And I'm going to walk you guys through some more of the characteristics that she absolutely has. There was just this resonance. And I remember I literally wrote a Facebook um post because that's that's what we would do apparently. And, you know, back back in those days. <laughs> And I literally remembered writing out, oh my God, I think I found my soulmate and a friend because that's exactly how it felt. It felt like, oh my gosh, like you are my people. Like I fuck with you like the hard, the long way. Like I love you. I love you. Oh my gosh. Like, wow. So there's just this like soul resonance. It feels easy. It feels fun. Like it just feels like mutual, you know, the love feels mutual. You're a huge fan of them. They're a huge fan of you. So let me get into the other characteristics. These people have their own motion. These people have their own purpose. These people have stepped into their own calling. These people know exactly what it is that they want to do and they're out there doing it, okay? They're not behind of you blowing up your phone, wondering where the hell you are. They're out there doing their goddamn thing, okay? Um, another characteristic is that they are confident in themselves, they don't need you to be confident. They are confident in themselves. That is one of my favorite things about my sis is she's so freaking confident. From since the, the day one that I met her, I was like, this girl is so confident and I freaking love it because it's like, yes, like people who are already there, already believe in themselves, like already have their own motion, already like know they're the they're the ish that's the kind of people that you need to be around when when you're operating at these higher spaces right because they're gonna get it they're gonna understand it they're not gonna look at you and be like you need to calm down you need to dumb it down okay um some other qualities is that they are unique they are unique they have their own flavor they have their own style they have their own just shit like and they're so fly, like they're so fly doing their own thing. And it's like, wow, you're just so cool. I love it. Another characteristic is that you can hold each other accountable, but the accountability feels so light. Like it doesn't feel like this heavy, I'm scolding my daughter. You said you're going to do this and you didn't do it. It doesn't feel like that. When you hold each other accountable in <laughs> It's so funny because when you do hold each other accountable, it's like, oh yeah, I did say that. Let me go ahead and do that. Like you'll often catch yourself before they even say anything. And it's just, it's the most beautiful frictionless thing. And I love it. And the last quality that I, I want to touch on is 
there is an ease in communication. This is not to say that people don't go through their own things. This is not to say that people, we go through, we go through things, right? And we get weird at certain times and like we just need our own space at certain times. But for the majority of, of, of the time, like it just feels easy to communicate. All right. So those are the qualities that I have personally experienced that feels like full resonance. Like you are my person. You are my role dog. Like I would do anything for you. You're my sister. Like let's freaking go. Like that's, that's what full resonance feels like for me. Okay. So Wrapping up this episode here, I want to give you guys some action steps to take when it comes to really assessing this inner circle and up-leveling this inner circle and making sure that you are setting yourself up for success to where your inner circle is actually fueling you to thrive and not holding you back, okay? So the first thing is I want you to assess your circle and not just your circle, but assess your inner circle. So new research has found that I'm sure you guys have heard the quote that you are the top five people that you spend the most time with. Well, newer research is showing that we're actually the 10 people that we spend the most time with. So what that tells me is that we have to look at like our broader circle too, not just those like two or three people that, you know, we have in our inner circle, but we've got to look at that outer circle as well. Okay. So I want you to, again, first look at that inner circle, really, truly take a deep analysis of these certain relationships. And if there are people that need to be demoted from inner circle, you probably have already been feeling that before you listen to this episode you've probably already been feeling a little bit off or a little bit strange about this certain person. And you're like, something is off, right? Something is off. So what I want you to do is I want you to go ahead and channel like into your body, place your hands on your womb space. And I want you to ask a simple question of, is this person for me? And I want you to hear the first answer that comes up. It's going to be a very subtle answer. It's not going to come from your mind. Your body is going to tell you. And the reason why this is so important is that our body holds way more wisdom and future wisdom than our mind can conceptualize right now. So there's this study. It says that our heart sends out frequency way beyond like like thousands I can't remember the exact number but our heart sends out signal and is able to actually go out and gather information way beyond like our body and it's able to bring back that information and bring it back into our bodies and so our bodies are actually gaining future information and it's giving us signals to let us know what is the right or the correct uh, way to move. But we have been conditioned to, we get the gut level response, we hear the intuitive yes or no, but we have been taught to override that with our minds. We've been taught to What's the most logical thing to do? For example, we'll get the the hit like, Mm-mm, this person is no longer for us, but then we're going to go into our story. But they were there for me when this, this, this happened. They bought me this. They never did anything to me. Da, 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 da. 
And your body has given you a very clear and direct answer. Your womb space holds so much wisdom. And this is not to say that you don't want to be mindful of whatever healing work that needs to be done. If there's any like avoidant tendencies that, you know, need to be worked through and healed and don't gaslight yourself, right? If you know something is true, then you need to listen to it. Don't gaslight yourself, all right? So again, if you know, if you've gotten the gut level response, that discernment, that's what discernment is. Discernment is when our bodies have given us a clear directive before we've allowed our minds to legitimize it. Can you follow that response? Can you follow that response? This is not to say again, (laughs) this is not to say again that you have to operate right away when you hear that first thing. Take it to God, take it to prayer, like journal on it, do what it is that you need to do, sit on it, take some time, feel it out, wait it out if you need to. But usually you're going to keep getting the same answer. What you might get different answers on is when you start bringing in your mind and you start writing out almost like this pros and cons (laughs) type of thing. When you got to pull out a pros and cons thing, it's probably not for you. Okay. So that's the first thing I want you to do is assess your inner circle and recognize who needs to be demoted. Sometimes some people need to be demoted to the outer circle. So maybe you, this person, you're used to talking to them like, you know, once a day, FaceTiming, this, this, that, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're talking to them a few times a month or one time a month or every other month, right? You need to tap into what it is and where this person needs to be in your life, okay? And you need to honor that and stand on it. Okay. And then I want to touch on the outer circle. What is your outer circle? What does it look like? What is, what is it for? So there, there are of course going to be people who, you know, we resonate with, you know, I fuck with you. Like you're dope. You're cool. I really respect what it is that you're doing. That's dope. That's cool. That's awesome. There's no vibes. There's no beef. There's no nothing like that. Like I totally respect you, but there's this mutual understanding that, we aren't quite like fully in resonance <laughs> with each other because not everyone is for us. Like that's that's just literally what it is. And the more that we honor that and stop trying to like force everyone to fit, the easier our lives will be. So not everyone will be in full resonance for you, but for the most part, a lot of those qualities or some of those qualities they meet. And so, yeah, they get to stay on the outer circle, right? They've got their own thing going on. They're confident. Like they got they they got their motion, right? They're tapped into their spiritual gifts, like all of the good stuff. They get to be on the outer circle, right? Because they're still of good influence. And so we still get to be connected to those people, all right? But that inner circle, that inner circle, you want to be laser focused on that inner circle. Are we in full resonance? Are we in full resonance? If not, A you either demote them or B, we're going to get into this, this, the second piece here, which is going to be your next, next thing. 
is make an energetic decision. So once you've recognized that, you know what, this relationship has run its course, this friendship has run its course, this part, we are no longer in, like, we're no longer congruent, you first need to make an energetic decision. A lot of times, yes, it's very healthy to have conversations and have closing conversations and do all the things, but certain times, there's certain relationships where it's already started to kind of break down right and you can feel it they can probably feel it too and so in these situations you first want to make an energetic decision have you answered the calling are you going to choose to answer the calling when your discernment your spirit literally tells you this person is not for you this person is not for you this person is not for you they're an op (laughs) right once you have truly chosen to listen to that and act on it first make an energetic decision and then you need to decide on what you are available for now what you're only available for for now i'm only available for people that are in full resonance with me i'm not available for people who don't like me blase 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 all of the things that i listed out in the beginning that we want to be paying attention to I'm only available for X, Y, Z, right? So getting really clear on what those qualities are. And then again, you need to be ready to operate differently, okay? So maybe there's a a closing conversation that needs to have, like if they ask for it. But a lot of times what I have found is that they probably feel the friendship is coming to an end too. And so they're probably just gonna let it rock, okay? But Um, Something that I really want to point out here is don't let people gaslight you into staying in something where your spirit has told you it's no longer in alignment, okay? So if you're going to have a conversation, have a closing conversation, remain calm, and don't let someone like make you second guess yourself, Okay, you really have to trust in what your spirit is telling you. And this is going to help you to strengthen those gifts that you have, those spiritual gifts that you have, your intuition, that knowing, like that, that, that feminine knowing, this is what's going to help you to strengthen that. And the last thing that I want you to do is analyze the people that you have attracted up until this point, our past gives us such great insight and information to help us in our future. So I want you to only look in the past just to gather information. This is not to go down some deep rabbit hole and beat yourself up and, oh my God, why didn't I see this before and do all that stuff. It's just to gather simple information. So you need to be able to understand the kind of people that you have have attracted previously. What are the similarities that you have attracted in friendships up until this point? And I'll give you an example. Maybe that is used to attract people that would always try to make you feel small, right? Or maybe used to attract people that it was always this like older, older, older sister, older mother, like trying to be your mother. And like, you're a little girl, you don't know much like this, like strange dynamic. You need to understand what it is that you have been attracting. Right. And that's giving us very, very important insight because it's letting us know 
what needs within us need to be met before we can go ahead and attract those healthy quality people. Because if we don't fulfill those needs, we're just going to demote those friendships, get rid of those friendships, and then attract the very same damn type of people just in different bodies. Okay. So you need to recognize and call it out like, oh my gosh, like I used to attract very like motherly, obsessive, controlling people. Why did I attract those kinds of people? Oh, because I didn't trust myself. I never trusted my decision. So I would always hand over my autonomy to somebody else to tell me what to do because that's the dynamic that I had with my mom. You need to be able to know these things, right? So that in the future, when the new people start coming in, you can quickly recognize because you're probably going to be more attracted to the people that you have already attracted, if that makes sense. So there's going to be more of a resonance with the types of people you've already attracted. And you've got to be able to recognize that and be like, oh, there's the pattern. Here's where it starts and here's where it ends. I see you. I caught it. You're dope, but it's a no for me. And that is when the healthy people for you get to come in and you start a whole new clean slate. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please go ahead and comment down in the comment section on Spotify and feel free to send me a message on Instagram sharing what resonated with you. Let me know what was coming up for you. I would love to chit chat with you guys. Other than that, I will see you guys on the next episode. I've got to run. Uh, I love you so much. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.